What's up, Sassy Gamers? Today is July 24th, 2021. I am Mike. I'm here with Brian and Kelly, and Brian was out in the field still. Mm. His computer decided to do an update, which completely destroyed his computer, uh, as you know, typical. But uh, yeah, so we're here. I told a, it's an interesting story. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, we all forgot to hit record when we were doing this live. So We? We, we all? Oh, okay. So me, two thirds, two thirds of us forgot to hit the record button. So <laughs> unlike last week where I had to like, just fake everything, uh, the, I will, uh, start the, over. We- <laughs> the weaker sex let us all down. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. That's recorded for sure. Right? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> three so ways. Sweet. Three ways. Okay. So <laughs> Kelly, you have been in the field reporting. I uh, have this been past in the week, reporting. and uh, yes. I think you want to tell us about it. So I, um, you guys were kind enough to push back the uh, podcast to today because of me. Um, I have been in Cape Cod, my very first time going to Cape Cod. I had an amazing time. We spent every day at the beach. I actually, so if for those of you who um, only listen to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see this, but I am Irish and Norwegian. So I am possibly the whitest white person on the planet. Um, but I have like a watch tan. Can you see that? There you go. Tan wow. line. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So the sun was coming this way. So this side's not so good. But look at that. Look at I have a tan. <laughs> Unintentionally, I, I, you know, SPF 50 every day. Um, but Cape Cod, home of, you know, Jaws, great whites, um, Come on in. The water's fine. Is that really where Jaws is at? Up that way Yeah, that it's supposed first? to be. Yeah. I don't wow, think it was actually that. filmed there. I think it was actually filmed in like. A studio. Off the coast of. The, <laughs> California. Uh, the California. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's supposed to be set in Cape Cod. Um, and my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law um, vacation there every single summer. Uh, so we piggybacked on their vacation kind of last minute. And talking about the great whites i was like yeah so like how do we know if there's sharks in the water and my (laughs) brother-in-law brought up um this app that uh i thought was really interesting it's called sharktivity so if you are in in, nice you technically (laughs) use this app anywhere but so this is where the sharks tell like that's how they like meet up and stuff they're like yeah yeah, like yo i'm over here check me out yeah, uh, it's it's a social media app for for sharks. sharks. Yeah, um, the, so the they say on the website the goal of this app is to raise awareness and help facilitate the peaceful coexistence between humans and white sharks. So you're not supposed to swim with seals if you see a seal. GTFO, yeah, because they will they are they go for seals mostly. Um, and I will let me preempt this by saying I did not single, see a single white shark or great white. Uh, uh, but uh, the app records um, and any it's a basically crowdsourced app. So you can show photographic evidence of a uh, great white. You can just <laughs> say, hey, I think I saw a great white um, fisherman, fisher people, <laughs> I guess I should say, uh, can log in, say I I've seen this uh, shark or um, some of the sharks are tagged 
And you can see there are buoys that will sense the sharks. So you can see where the sharks were. Thankfully, the, none of them were near our beach, but there were some <laughs> over the last week at uh, on the, the arm of, of Cape Cod. So it was a really neat So how are you to, checking to this while you're at. swimming in the ocean? Yeah, like, so, well, well right one, my phone's waterproof. Um, but two, we didn't get very good reception. <laughs> so, like, I could... I, I had a really hard time even getting, you know, text messages and stuff on the beach. But we w- I would check it every day. Um, so we were in the clear. We could see where most of the sharks were. But oh, and there weren't a ton, while I'll say. But it was really cool. Like one of the sharks names is Hillary. And it was like Hillary was detected at these two buoys. So. Did you swipe right on that one or what? Neat. Did you swipe right? I on totally that one? swiped right on Hillary. <laughs> totally. She is a nice looking shark. So I, uh, I looked it up real quick. Because I was interested when you said that about Mm. Jaws and the filming. And it's interesting that uh, the film takes place in the fictional town of Amity Island in New York. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought it was New York. Right. Okay. But it was actually filmed Filmed at Martha's Martha's Uh, Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard. which is a small island just south of Cape Cod. Okay. Yeah. So it all goes kind of blurry for me. Sorry. I'm surprised it wasn't California. (laughs) Yeah. But it, it, if you've ever been to Cape Cod, or if you're ever thinking about going to Cape Cod, definitely go. There are a couple of um, little teeny tiny towns. It's definitely slower paced. There, my husband was like, "I just realized we didn't see a single McDonald's." Um, it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was really nice, wow. really great food, really nice people. I was gonna say, why uh, would you want to see a McDonald's? <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was there. I had a lobster roll almost every day. <laughs> So nice. it, was, it was awesome. I haven't yeah. been up that far north. Furthest north I've been so far has been New York, actually. Oh, okay. So Buffalo, Buffalo, we drove into Buffalo, and then I've been to New York City, New York. And that's okay. I've never been to NYC. That was really fun. I've been to New York that, State, but never. We went 2019 it. right before the pandemic. Well, oh. actually, technically, while the pandemic was already happening, we yeah. just didn't know it. <laughs> uh, we went, and it was a great time during Christmas. It was <sighs> like we, we saw the Harry Potter play. Like it was that was the main reason we went. It was our honeymoon, awesome. quote unquote. But, uh, nice. um, but yeah, we did that. And everything else was kind of just like, whatever. We just wanted to see the Harry Potter place. So I love awesome. the Northeast. There's there's so much history. There's so much to see. Great beaches, cool people, great food. I mean, it's and it's all, you know, very condensed. And um, but uh, like in any chance I get. We go, you know, missed out last year, but you have to put us in your backpack. Well, so we'll go. Yeah, like yes. uh, early time. spring. I'm looking forward to all three of us going up there at least. Yes. Yeah, potentially for to Boston. For tax East. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where we flew into Boston. Um, didn't I've, I, I said to my husband, this is the first time I've been to Boston when it was actually warm. <laughs> Every time I've gone, it's been snowing or, or cold or, you know, early spring, late fall. So. Love Boston. Let's do it. Yeah. um, And I wanted to (laughs) tell tell you guys, I I sent um, this to everybody earlier, but and unfortunately, let me just preface this with the deadline has passed for uh, applying. But (laughs) McCormick, yeah, the spice company um, put out an ad for the director of taco relations, which was I thought right up 
Brian's Alley. Oh, right? sorry, you saying yeah, right? Brian's title? That's Brian's title. That, yeah, that, pretty I, much. I thought it should be, yeah, because he's our taco guru. Um, I am the CTO, the chief taco officer. <laughs> the chief taco officer. He is. <laughs> uh, so oh, the job description <laughs> responsibilities were hysterical. I, I mean, it was a lot kind of tongue in cheek, but I mean, they're looking for somebody specific, um, somebody who will troll TikTok. Um, to keep tabs on taco trends. When you say troll, like just Go like through it, actually, not, not literally not says make fun of them. Okay. Yeah, Responsibilities, yeah. and you can. This is still up on McCormick's I, um, I think website. Troll, like a oh troll. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that would probably Sorry, be a more I'm accurate not, description. Have Have I had a little to drink? Yeah. I'm not looking the article. I don't know what it says. Trolling TikTok. No, don't troll TikTok. <laughs> yeah, troll TikTok. Sorry. Well, I mean, but trolling is like you're that's where the thing is yeah. from, like you're, you know, trolling the water. Well, yeah, yeah. Like when you're Sorry, doing a Twitter, a brand Twitter <laughs> account, you know, you, you yes, do a little yes. light trolling. You troll TikTok. <laughs> you get paid yeah. to look at TikTok all day. Uh, you need to ensure tacos aren't just eaten on Tuesdays. So but also develop <laughs> content, including videos specifically for Taco Tuesday uh, and also Debate ultimate conversational taco topics such as soft or hard shell tacos, which so, do you guys prefer. That's amateur. <laughs> that's amateur hour. So it's like you're just supposed to like look should, at the, should uh, the ground beef be seasoned or not? Is yeah, that now that's yeah. a deep topic. <laughs> like that's you're just basically looking for conversations people are having and you just pop in as the McCormick director of taco relations no. and just be like, by the way. <laughs> Just, uh, just want to let you know. Yeah. Plus, the no, season meat part dumb. fits along with the actual company, too. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah, a lot of seasoned meat. That's what Whoa. she said. Um, it, but it, it, so part of it is, you know, oh, <laughs> thank <damn> you. <laughs> Drink. Developing um, videos, uh, developing new spice blends, stuff like that. Visiting places, eating their tacos. It, it looked like a really cool job application. So yeah. sorry, uh, Brian. The only bad part is it's already closed. Yeah. Yeah. So if you no, didn't apply, I know. I, I did not yeah. apply. I mean, it very, it very much looked like it was going to be a, a, a social media director type thing. And, yes. and I'm yeah. just not cut out for that because I'm truly not that engaging <laughs> or very funny. <laughs> Well, I'm apparently I, I, trolling the, TikTok, so. <laughs> right. I've, I've got the going everywhere and eating everybody's tacos thing down pat, but um, yeah. both. You could maybe apply you can, for you can, like. You can take uh, the puns several different ways there for that mm -hmm. as well and still be accurate. Yeah. You could apply for like a mascot or something. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. You like, could so, be Taco Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I knew people who. Oh, I knew people who had actually done some of the uh, entertainment, ta the talent work, I think was what they called it, where they dressed up mm. in the large yes. costumes. Like, I, I think Ugh. I think my friend was Beast in the Beauty and the. No, because that's Disney. This is. I forgot what role he played, but oh. Jiminy crickets, do they sweat? Oh, God. Besides the fact that it's awful, like a summer in degrees. Oh, yeah. Summer in in Florida. And this is like 
old timey stuff that I'm talking about where they barely even had fans in them. And like nowadays yeah. they actually have some technology in those suits, but still, yeah. uh, as, as Mike so eloquently put it recently, it's hot as balls in his room. It is pretty hot. <sighs> you guys don't see what's below this half. If you're watching, the thank video, God. So. There's nothing. There's nothing. We know you're not wearing anything. There's, there's literally nothing. It's just like it goes into like abyss. Yeah. It's just a black hole. Like He's black wearing hole. nothing and there is nothing. Yeah. So. Wow. Uh, now, can, if I, can I go look at his wife's purse? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> so we went there. You know, it's fun that we kind of made light of this early stuff, but we are going to get into a topic that's a little more serious uh, to start this one off. And it's something that we don't this isn't something that like we'd like to typically cover, um, but it is obviously into the, the area that we do cover. And it is something that is touching and very important to talk about. So we decided yeah. to, to bring it up. <clears throat> So topping out the news, the news pretty much everywhere right now is the suit that the actual government of California has brought against Activision Blizzard. And it's a government agency that uh, literally is put in place to protect people. Uh, it's the Department of Fair Employment and Housing. So it not only covers employment side, but it also covers you know, housing for rental and other items associated with that. And they have concluded a two plus year investigation of Activision Blizzard and found that the workplace is downright hostile to basically women and minorities. Yeah. And it's something where they released this massive well i say massive it's actually only a 29 page uh, i'd say brief uh of of you like notice of you know going to the superior court of california uh you know just notice of this class action suit i believe it's class action don't correct me there it could be a little bit wrong on that on that uh but civil rights and equal pay, uh, pay act complaint and injunctive monetary relief for damages. Uh, and it's just 29 pages of like describing why they're bringing this to court. And it's eye opening for someone who is, you know, like I, I, I'm a fan of Blizzard products. I mean, they make some good products. Uh, they we've talked about it before where like they very much believe in you know, polishing something, they 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 they'll take ideas that other companies have and they'll they'll make them ex more accessible to everybody. We talked about that uh, in recent weeks when we were talking about, you know, like, for instance, Magic the Gathering and then becoming Hearthstone. Right. You know, um, and then becoming Magic the Gathering. <laughs> you know, I mean, but even that, you know, is just not to the level that Hearthstone is because yeah. they made it so accessible and they polished it up so much. And while they have this outward appearance of, you know, a deep love of gaming, which is, is clear uh, yeah. and professionalism, uh, inwardly, they definitely do not appear 
because this is going to court. You know, you know, we'll see where some of these facts come out, but they don't appear to have professionalism. And just what was in this complaint was one sickening. Yeah, uh, and definitely sickening. And two, just wide ranging things like, and I, I'm quoting several <clears throat> things across The Verge, Kotaku, uh, directly from the document itself. I'm actually, some of these I'm reading directly from the document that was filed in Superior Court of California. Uh, so I just want to give credit where it's due for all those uh, publications that did excellent reporting on this. There are women who got continually passed over for jobs where their male com uh, counterparts who started months after them got promoted in a year when the That's women not just were at Blizzard, though. That's for sure. When it's, the women, it, you're right. It's not just at Blizzard, but no, I know. I'm just yeah. saying, like, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah where the women were, you know, doing more than the men and uh, they didn't get promoted until three years in compared to one year in. Jeez. Uh, and and I'm starting with that so that we can show the depths here that the, how bad this is, because that's one thing, uh, you know, women of color were asking for time off. And their manager asked them to submit a one page summary of what they were going to do for their time off. That to me was outrageous. You should, uh, as a manager, uh, ne uh, just you, unless somebody, unless there's just no way for anybody to take the time off, you just approve yeah. the time off. I a, would, uh, and uh, it's uh, also none of my business. Yeah. Why you're taking your time even, off. Yeah. Even with you know? people that have been hospital related, like mm -hmm. I had yeah. employees that did that. And it was even with that, I, I didn't care. I didn't care to see hospital notes nope. or anything. Nope. But it was, nope. Did, yeah. you know, if you got to take off, you got to take off. But once it yeah. starts getting to the point where, like, you don't have the time off, then I have to get other departments involved. But that's still yeah. not my concern. Like, yeah. my yeah. point nope. is, you know. Mm -mm. Several, gonna... several female employees were also not promoted due to the... Defendants, which is Activision Blizzard, discriminatory practices against pregnant female employees. A female employee, what, this is directly from the documentation served. Uh, a female employee working on one game team had assumed some of the responsibilities of a manager. But when she asked her male supervisor about being fairly paid for the work that she was actually doing and promoted into the position, the manager commented, that they could not risk promoting her as she might get pregnant and might like <gasps> being a mom. Oh my God. I don't oh. see anything wrong with that. Right. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Like what? <laughs> Jeez. Who thought that? Who would be? Oh, so what's crazy is that someone like that guy said that, but like, didn't even think twice about it. Right. Because of what was going on in the company already. Like that's what's wild. And it went to oh further sexual <clears throat> harassment, not just discrimination, but harassment where there was a common thing of cube crawls, which gives bar crawling a bad name because mm -hmm. uh, male employees would drink copious amounts of alcohol, crawl around the ground and be sexually inappropriate to women who are trying to work in their cubes. 
And Ridiculous. if that was enough, they actually included into it where a woman who was on a trip, uh, a business trip, and her manager had come along and she apparently on this business trip actually committed suicide. And it was uh. alleged that it was partially due to her manager showing up on this trip with uh, sexual toys and lubricant. Uh, so it's work trip. It, oh my gosh. It runs. Yeah. Oh, as work trip. Who's? Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, it, it's just ridiculous the depths that mm-hmm. is involved here. And it's, you know, and it, it, it went, it, if, if this is all coming out clearly, the, the women did not feel like they could come to yeah. other departments that are supposed yes. to be preventing this sort of thing. They actually cover that. Are, yeah. They actually cover the fact that, uh, not only did the women in HR not get promotions as well, so they couldn't do as much about it, oh, but gosh. most of the men in HR apparently were close associates with the people had done that had done some of these things. Uh, mm-hmm. One gentleman, uh, one manager was so known for it that his office was known as and they it looks like they typoed in the document. They said the Bill Crosby uh, and still instead mm. of Bill Cosby office. Um, and they actually say, you know, apparently referring to the Bill Crosby alleged rapist, uh, again, typo there Ugh. in the document. And eight, they they call out in this the distrust of H.R. Yeah. And <clears throat> the very interesting thing was. Blizzard Activision had. Did a lengthy statement uh, calling that the DFEH's suit was irresponsible behavior from unaccountable state bureaucrats. Um, they're not unaccountable. They're part of a division. That's their job yeah. to do these things. Yeah. So I mean, that's interesting. But it's it's interesting. The statement, they say a lot of things. They say uh, the DFEH includes distorted, in many cases, false descriptions of Blizzard's past. We've been extremely cooperative with the DFEH throughout their investigation, including providing them extensive data and ample documentation. But they refuse to inform us what issues they perceived. Interesting, because there's clear documentation in the again, in what was filed to the court where they had gone to them specifically about these items and had talked about mediation and taking care of this and that that was rebuffed and refused. Um, Jeez. So uh. they they have clear documentation where they w- were tried to work with them before coming to this. They don't jump to a case yeah. uh, in the Superior Court. They yeah. do a number of things before that. Uh and, and it's and they and they flat out say it in this document. And now, now, again. One of the things to temper all this is you can say a whole bunch that you want to in the document. Uh, and we have seen this in court cases that were, say, near the beginning of the year, uh, quite quickly filed 
with a whole mm-hmm. bunch of claims in them. But when it came to actually being in court and under oath and present it and whatever the equivalent is for the lawyers, how they have to tell the truth at certain times uh, that they didn't back those claims up. So, uh, you know, take this with at least a small grain of salt that we have Mm -hmm. to wait until it actually is in court to get more information on it. Some of it might change, but until proven guilty, Mm -hmm. Agree. But I mean, a lot of these accusations are pretty serious. Yeah. And and like you said, typically you don't go from zero to 60. Or zero to 120, you know, without something. So it was weird that they kept saying that this is in the past. This is in the past. They kept saying Blizzard workforce. They're not Blizzard. They're Activision Mm -hmm. Blizzard. It, It seems like they're trying to blame this on the old company, which, by the way, was purchased a bit more than two years ago, a lot more than two years ago. So uh, that's kind of interesting. And also, since they made that statement, uh, there have been multiple people that have come out and said, no, it's happening and it's still happening. It's happening right now. Not a thing in the past and it's different now. Well, I mean, but they were in like Activision Blizzard was in the news what, last year. We were seeing about protests and stuff. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, there were things going on that the employees didn't like and they voiced their opinion and then they got backlash. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and here we are now a year later. And now we're hearing even worse things that yep. we didn't yep. know about that are starting to roll out. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. We're going to hear, obviously, he said, we're going to hear some things that are, you know, going to come out in the wash and essentially probably don't have any evidence to back it up, which could be true, could be false, but it's just there's no evidence. But then we're also most likely going to see other people stepping up and saying, you know what, like, I want to say something because, you know what, I also experienced some things that I have evidence for or whatever. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. It is. It's 2021, man. You know? Yeah. And that's a, a PSA to all anybody works, anybody, any company you work at. If you have issues with anybody in your office, boss, mm-hmm. management, whatever, like say something to somebody and if if yeah. that's not working then get another job like it's yeah. not worth dealing with that kind of stuff like it'll it's, be it's their really loss not, it'll yeah. be their loss you know and and, <clears throat> and speak up you but, know like if they don't take care of it internally mm-hmm. speak up externally now too because yeah. it's it it matters now the, and it does matter but there is also backlash as well certain a states woman. too yeah as thing. a woman mm-hmm I would be afraid. I've been put in some situations, but thankfully, nothing as bad as this. You know, nothing. I, I I've been very lucky, um, but there have been other like other social situations in, in a social mm-hmm. situation that's not, uh, you know, social as in like friends or you know at a bar. You know that yeah. I. I, I have zero control over and have been felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. It, but so there's only so much you can do. And, but you also like a lot of these whistleblowers they they get thrown under the bus mm-hmm. immediately. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Oh, 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 well, Oh, I mean, look at the, the ultimate whistleblower, Edward Snowden. Mm-hmm. He's not even in the U S because like they wanted to yeah. arrest him and throw him yeah. into a hole somewhere. Like it's yeah. literally that, like, 
he tried to do a good thing, and then it was mm-hmm. like, oh god, like I'm trying to lose my life. Let's get yeah. out of here. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean that that one is a little bit different, and and some of the stuff he d- did was not the best. Mm-hmm. But True. I mean, re- really, I mean, uh, to to talk about more to the topic is looking back at Gamergate. Um, where you, you know, you just had these people dogpiling on this poor woman who was just trying to point some stuff out in the industry. And, uh, you know, many people ended up literally moving because of that, moving from where they lived because of that. And to me, it was shocking that this got to this level just because because, you know, Gamergate, as negative as, as it was at the time, it turned the tides where it was a lot less of the whistleblowers getting persecuted. Uh, there was a lot more women coming out. Uh, you know, I think it was the Me Too movement as well. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of movements that came out on social media where, you know, women and people that were getting discriminated against were being heard and not yeah. being victimized or at least not being victimized as much as they used to. And yeah. that was such a positive thing to see. And it just goes to show you as, as good as that was as positive movement as that was, it's still this bad. I, I cannot even understand how anyone would do this in a workplace yeah. at all. It, it, boggles my mind that they had social functions where a man was uh, doing such inappropriate things that other employees had to drag him off of women. Yeah. Yeah, This this sounds like something out of the At at what point, like, I mean, what what, was he a freaking brain surgeon? Like saving lives? No, he wasn't. And he was still protected, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, even I mean, if he's a brain surgeon, <laughs> yeah, but, protect. I know what you're saying. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, so, this I, literally I sounds like say, the '90s. This, yeah, this, it this really sounds does. like total like Wolf yeah. of Wall Street level like yeah. '90s yeah. crap yeah. that you just yeah. don't expect today. Yeah, yeah. and it, well. like as a woman in an IT industry that is mostly men, like I will say that I think that the vast majority of men I work with are very respectful. We can joke around. I've never felt uncomfortable. Um, And if I did, I also wouldn't feel worried about speaking up. I think that my opinion would be heard and respected. I I don't know that I, I, I may or may not be in the minority there as well, but I think that it is a testimony to the times they are mm-hmm. changing and that, yeah. you know, people are learning, people are much more respectful and it's not just, you know, women in the workplace, you know, but, you know, being LTG, LBTGQ, a whatever plus like plus, yes. all of it. Like, I think that everybody is much more respectful. We can all be, we can be friends, we can be coworkers, but we ultimately respect each other and we respect each other's opinions and, and each other's boundaries. Yep. Yeah. And it's not just that, too. It's also minorities, too. Don't, don't yeah. count me out. 
Uh, yes. I mean, it's, sorry, yes. I mean, yes, trust me, absolutely, like growing, yes. growing up has been weird, but you know, just in the workplace, I don't really feel that, um, as much. I, there, mm. I mean, there's a couple people in my past, not necessarily the job I work at now, but just, they say racist things, not really mm. realizing it's kind mm-hmm. of racist and they just kind of assume that I would just be okay. And, and the way yeah. I am, I am just like, I let things roll. It's whatever. Um, but it's like, that's not cool. You shouldn't be saying things like that in public. Like you shouldn't yeah. say them anyway, but you shouldn't say that to people that you work with. Like, that's not cool. Like it's not a thing to, to joke with. Yeah. And, and sad is yeah. and sad as it is, I think the, things that people are doing that are that are racist is still behind Mm. times wise compared to Mm. the things that people are doing sexual harassment wise Mm. like uh, other than this and there was also riot and and yes i know it exists elsewhere but it really seems like it has been getting better in that people are like we're we're getting rid of the people that are doing this as much as possible you know punishing them moving them out of jobs stuff like that um, it just seems further along for the sexual harassment than it does the racism. The racism seems to be like going by. I was watching a video the other day where some lady was yelling at a guy being an illegal and that he looks like he, you know, uh, doesn't belong here and you should go back to Mexico. And somebody called her out and being racist. She goes, I'm not racist. My dad's black. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, that's what? Not Are like, you that what, much of a one moron? doesn't have anything to do with the other. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, actually. So chat made a good point. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't forget the American Disability Act to mm-hmm. people who yeah. have disabilities for yep. whatever work thing, too. And that and that's a good point, because mm-hmm. that is another one that we we tend to not necessarily forget yep. about, but it doesn't come up as much as, right. as the other movements. So it's I mean, it's yeah. just anything like, uh, you know, like it, it boggles my mind, like, especially raising a child. Right. Because I'm thinking mm-hmm. in my head, like, like I walked through a store today and I saw all kinds of different people. Um, and it was just like, you know, like I have things in my head that I think because of the fact that like, I've heard it so much like growing up and stuff. And I'm thinking like, I would never want my child to think that like, I would, I don't even want them to realize there's a difference Mm -hmm. between that type of person and someone else. Like, it's just, you know, but it's it's something that we've all been instilled because that's how it's, we were around and raised. So that's what makes you different though. That's, that's where you're, you're making the conscious decision of like, no, this thought and this behavior is incorrect. It's wrong. And yeah. I'm not going to raise my child that way. I'm going to raise my child better. And and yeah. that's that's the start of the change that because I mean, children, children don't come mm. into this world. Yeah. Disliking other yeah, people because differences. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean, you, you can see it all the time. Small kids, yeah. they don't give a shit. They just want to play mm-hmm. with each other. They, they don't care. Yeah. It's yeah. My son waves at every single person he can mm-hmm. wave at. If you yep. look at him and give him attention, he is down to wave at you and say right. hello. <laughs> my girls, they, they so. when we go to a park, we drive past a park, they go, Mom, look at all of those friends there. Yep. And I'm like, yes, but we nice. we got to go home and drop off our groceries. <laughs> you yes. know, they, I have ice cream in the back. At, it cannot melt. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to have dinner tonight, we should probably get this chicken in the fridge, you know. So it, I, I love their optimism and your fresh perspective. It, it's it's beautiful being a child. And I don't want to tarnish that. You know, my my kids, mm-hmm. well, we we. 
live in a very like yeah culturally diverse socioeconomically diverse you know racially diverse neighborhood and never once have my kids talked about somebody's skin tone we've never mm-hmm. talked about somebody's skin tone exactly so i want to keep that as precious as it is for as long as i can in yeah. to just ingrain that in them it doesn't matter yeah and they, they 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 talk about you know um well boys and girls you know girls can't marry girls and i was like yeah they can and the other day they said oh our friend at school has two moms it was like awesome there you go i i grew up with friends who had two dads and so it's it's like you, you just you keep reiterating and it, eventually you know it's not going to be a non-issue or it's funny. it'll be an issue somewhere else and they'll be able to tackle that issue because they've had that education. And then what's funny is like my son today, we were at a waiting place, like a waiting room and there was a kid area and he goes in there and all these toys, they had all kinds of different toys, boys and girls and whatever. Uh, he literally went over, <laughs> grabbed the shopping cart and the girl Barbie like bug and all. That's what he wanted to play with. And we were like, yeah, OK. That, play <laughs> like, with it. That's what you no. want to play with. All right, cool. Yeah. I don't care. I, I, no. I like what uh, Surfwax says in chat. <clears throat> they said, I feel like the big part of the conversation starts to gravitate towards people calling each other overly sensitive or calloused, mm. and mm. it just never gets anywhere. People need to see that all these social issues as a living issue, not just we're always done it this way and we're going to keep doing it this way type issue. Mm. And, and I agree with yeah. that because you see it on the Internet. You're like. Oh, they're they're a social justice warrior, you know, SGWs mm, yep. or, you know, or, or uh, simps or, you know, like they uh, I, I got to have to bleep that out. Aren't I? Uh, but uh, yeah, we're they, they have all these all these <laughs> all these terms for people that like stand up for other people or like interject or say that yeah. this is wrong. And it's just another thing, uh, another task of dehumanizing the other person because the more you dehumanize them because that's what it is then when you don't see him as as another fellow human being then then you don't care about how you treat him yeah it's interesting because you know we there's i think something even later kind of relates but the, like even like people have talked about like the like well actually this was a story we didn't actually talk about a few weeks ago. Uh, And I'm just going to lightly touch on it because I don't want to cover the story. It's a whole different story. But the idea was that there was a new uh, uh, FPS game that was coming out in in, in the Middle East. And they had the reveal and like all the, like all the journalists afterwards were like, wow, this game just, all I really feel about this new game is that I, I hate Middle Eastern people and that I want to kill them. And it was like, like, I don't really understand. Other than that, that was the only goal they really got out of the game. And they were just saying, like, because of the military, it's like the way they tried to make this such like a military sim that mil- like the way that most um, people have described, like, and I'm not talking about just the U.S., I'm talking about other, you know, it could be any military, I'm not just saying specifically. But it's like about not looking at the person that you're going to attempt to go after as a human being. You you desensitize, desensitize yeah. them, excuse me, um, to get them to the point where, they're just like an animal. You just want to, you have to just get rid of the animal and like, yeah, they call them targets so, or, you know, yeah, the targets bad guys or something and, else. Right. Bad guys. Yeah. And, and it's just all of that kind of stuff just gets kind of wild into the point where it does seem it's a normal thing for the people you're around because that's what you're just having to do. So yeah, it's just, it's and, wild. You know, just to kind of start towards wrapping it up. Uh, 
I in no way, shape or form believe this is just Activision Blizzard. I uh, Ubisoft has had problems. Uh, Riot Mm. has been in the news with problems. And and I'm sure it is in other studios as well. I mean, technology. Unfortunately, has been kind of a male dominated place. And 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 I mean, it's just a I would really I have seen so many smart women. Uh, There was this wonderful woman that had um, gone before the court in the recent hearings for the right for repair. And she had started, uh, you know, building Pentiums in her dad's shop. And she basically became an ethical hacker and worked. She's been a Linux administrator for years and years and years and highly technical person. And she goes, I can tell you that replacing screen or replacing battery is in no way, shape or form going to make the encryption of these phones decryptable or vulnerable. And she was she was so confident and smart. And I would love to see more like her in these industries. At all levels. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that this is going to wake a couple of people up and we at least Agreed. as a group start making some changes. Yeah. Speaking of changes. Speaking of changes. All right. So that was a, that was a pretty heavy one. Uh, and, yeah. like, and we don't do this a lot. We don't typically yeah. try to bring up things. It's but this one was there's so certain important. topics there's yeah. certain topics that, that we do get passionate about and things, especially when it comes to the gaming <clears throat> industry and just in people's rights in general that, you know, we've talked about a couple of things in the past, especially during some other things in the past. But mm. it's it's not every day, but it is things that we do need to voice our opinion on because it is, you know, there are things that have to be said. So, yeah. <sighs> so right. for, I guess, a, I guess a little. <laughs> Mental mouthwash before we go on to the <laughs> to the break. Mouthwash. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, just to, and not to not to imply that we're washing away. No. Just no. And also, thank you guys for listening to us and in, in, for chat being part of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks, chat. So, uh, they, they've been no. uh, a couple of they, we haven't said everything. Uh, one of the great ones was yeah. document everything. Uh, that yeah. was said out there. Uh, and there were other <clears throat> great comments as well. And we appreciate all of them. We appreciate mm. I, Again, you know, we've said it before. We do this because it's fun to do the podcast, but we also mm. do it for you, the listener. And mm. if we can start a conversation like this, then that makes us so happy and really proud of what we're doing, because yeah. even if it's just a small number of people, it's important to us. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, just kind of changing gears and talking about other types of things. Uh, this last week, uh, right around the time that we normally do the podcast, in fact, and through the weekend, uh, last weekend was PAX Online and D&D Live. And I virtually attended. They were both virtual events. D&D Live has been a virtual event since 2016, I think. It's been quite a while for them. Uh, and when he puts the air quotes up and says he attended, he literally took off work to like watch this online. <laughs> I yes. did. And what I found is I actually participated less than I did <laughs> last year. 
uh, they still had the Discord server up, and the Discord server was even better than last year. Uh, they That's had awesome. a lot of interactivity in it, a lot of the the games with the bots where you could look around and you and you know, like last year they had like uh, like this little D and D game on the tabletop area, and they still had that. And I just I don't know if it's because of fatigue from the things that are happening outside of that or any other number of you know fatigue from COVID or, or or what have you. I just didn't participate in much as as much as I thought it would. Uh, and also at the same time, it was smaller. And I don't mean it was like last year they combined basically PAX Australia and PAX West. Uh, and right. because they were able to do both, uh, in both hemispheres, they were able to do 24 hours a day for nine days. It was massive. And, yeah, that was and super it was crazy. 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 It was crazy. And even with that, it wasn't quite really 24 hours. Uh, there were there were chunks where they had like rebroadcast stuff. That was fine. And they had some stuff where they just didn't have very much for a couple of hours. Um, but with that said, uh, you know, this year's was four days. Uh, it was not 24 hours. It was about noon Eastern till about 10 p.m. Eastern. So it was about 10 hours a day. And uh, now I didn't expect it to be as big at all. I mean, you, you're going to have some drop off. You're going to you, they weren't combining it with Australia. So, of course, it was going to be smaller there. I wasn't expecting it to be as large. But it was actually even smaller just for the hours that they had it. They had less panels for that 10 hour stretch. A much less panels. Uh, and again, I expected it to be smaller a little bit just because like some of the big gaming companies, you know, they're going to pull back more. They're doing their own thing. They're they're broadcasting out, you know, their clubhouses and their directs and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, that naturally is going to pull away from it. And it is going to be more the panels of the people. Now, the panels I caught, I loved. They, they had the normal. They have they always have panels uh, diversity. They have great diversity panels. Uh, both between you know, like gender identification to, um, you know, just mm. uh, minorities in different uh, aspects. And they really have these great fun diversity panels that you learn a lot as well. Uh, and and yes, and yes, panels for those that have different disabilities as well. They they almost always have panels along those lines. And I'm I'm not just talking about physical disabilities. Some of it is they have a great thing called the timeout room, uh, uh, the, you know, the AFK room, uh, which yeah. was, uh, you know, for just if things are getting too much for people at the physical convention, they had a room that you could go to that was just quiet. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen actually uh, we were talking about that recently at the zoo because they have one there. And um, yeah, then for like, you know, if you have a child with like autism or something where it's like yeah. getting too much and you want to just go into a room and just calm down like you can do that. And, and those are really neat that we see that kind of stuff. Yeah. And all those panels were there and as what I expected and which was good because, you know, it's it gives different perspectives. You get to learn more, like I said. And they did have some of the other panels um, uh, not as many developer panels. There was definitely a de decrease in the number of developer panels. Still had them, just less. Uh, had great panel, great panel that had uh, was all about uh, these grandmothers in gaming. And grandmothers in gaming. That's awesome. 
Oh, they and they they streamed. They they were they were streaming grandmothers and that gamed and just it was an uh, grandmothers it was an all woman panel, um, and like the age range was just amazing because I think one of the grandmothers, I. Okay, I'm not from the South, so like in the South, Uh-oh. you can have somebody who's 30 years old and be a grandmother. Mm. Uh, so what, wow. I saw this woman and I just like didn't think of her as a grandmother because she looked like she was like maybe mid to late 40s. Uh, all the way up to one woman, uh, Shirley, I believe was her name, and she looked like she was in no joke, like late 80s to mm. early 90s. Uh, and she had just the best response to one of the questions because they were talking about, like, when you play a game, uh, do you typically play like a male or female or other gendered character? And she goes, oh, yeah, I uh, surely piped up and she goes, I used to play female characters. But, you know, recently, uh, definitely in the last couple of years, I, I've been finding myself playing male characters. She goes, especially in Skyrim. You know, I, I you know, especially awesome. now that they have the gray hair. So I just make this this gentleman with the nice gray hair, and the gray beard. And then I give nice. him a really muscular physique and I don't let him wear the armor. <laughs> I just do the bandolier thing that goes across. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. It was oh, great. great. And a lot of the other grandmas are like, she, yeah. they're like, you. Yeah, you absolutely. We are not dead. We still yeah. like sexualization of our characters. <laughs> That's awesome. God, was, I have to go back and see if we can find that. I would love to watch that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was a great, there was another great panel that had pointed out to uh, uh, Mike's wife because she likes the paranormal and it was talking about um, uh, horror games. And That's a touchy so, one because she gave me her review on that and she wasn't very pleased. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, that's... So, the idea was it was about writers. Uh, it was supposed to be a group of panel of writers talking about uh, if they were locked into an asylum and they were going to write like a story is what it seemed, seemed like. like. They were going to like kind of talk about this out loud or whatever. Uh, unfortunately, the panel got very uh, uh, racial, I guess you could think. Uh, wow. So they didn't keep to the the just the story. It's a writing thing. Um, they went into like... Uh, some of like the panel, like some of the like, so like, you know, obviously in, in horror films and stuff, like it's always like you know the black person tropes. gets killed first, like you know the tropes, right? So they kind of took that, but then they really went left field with it, like really talking about how like that was the whole purpose, which is not. I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about it. Um, I think it was a different panel for that, like that. There literally could have yeah. been a panel about the tropes in movies, and right. the two people on the panel were like really just trying to nail that in. Every and the guys were just kind of like. Like, okay, can we move on? Like, talking about this, but they really just kept, I don't know. So it was unfortunate for her. She didn't get to tell you the story yet, but I, that was one of the <laughs> things she's going to tell you. But, but yeah, it was like a good idea. Um, unfortunately, had some people that kind of tried to sway it, but yeah, um, but still cool. And it ended up that they, D&D uh, typically has a fairly decent sized presence in packs, and they kind of cheated between the two this time that. When D&D was going on live for their stream over two days, uh, Saturday and Sunday, they basically broadcasted on the PAX channels as well. <laughs> and which makes sense because, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. get included in it. That makes sense. What didn't make sense is that they didn't seem to be hosting the other Twitch channel. 
it literally looked like they broadcast the feed to PAX and then PAX broadcast it out. Like there was legitimately a reduction in quality. Like a window in window. It yes. It looks uh, like so a they copy were doing like what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> a worse. So yeah, worse than us. <laughs> uh that's funny. So yeah, that was and, and even ours is on purpose. I mean, like we're we're yeah. not broadcasting ours out and broadcasting it to you. We're we're sending our video to you so you can broadcast it out. Yeah, uh which so is yeah, it was interesting. It was very interesting. Uh, but the the D and D live was a fun fun uh, broadcast. They you know they were introducing their new products that they're going to be releasing over the next year. There were some fun products. They got a book coming out that is dragon centric. It is all like not just a book of like here's all the dragons you can throw at people. No, it's like <laughs> where do dragon eggs come from? Because they don't have to come from other dragons. They could be like well, coalesce right, out of the ether. Or they could that's be when the like, mommy dragon and the daddy dragon <laughs> when they love each other very much or the mommy dragon, the mommy dragon or the daddy dragon, and the yeah. daddy, daddy dragon. Yeah. yeah. Well, because of that, they, they literally from. said like it could be that dwarves mine mm. them out of the ground. And like so they, they had all these different sources of like where these eggs could come from. And and dragons being such powerful beings that they have echoes across the different, you know, the different material planes, the different parallel universes, as it were. And, and they, and they didn't even just, of course, they're going to have new dragons in it, but they didn't include just dragons. They include a giant mimic, a giant mimic that mimics, that mimics a dragon (laughs) horde, a pile of dragon gold, Wow, that's awesome. So so, yeah, nice. it, it, and they introduce a whole bunch of like different background and lore and all this stuff, just about everything that you could want to know about dragons for adding into your campaign. So that was really cool. And in, in, in continuing that dragon theme, one of the things that they did during this stream was down in the, like the lower left hand corner was this little baby blue dragon. No. And the baby blue dragon grew up and went through levels as everybody donated to one of three charities. All that three charities. That is so cool. And they gamified it because all three charities nice. were charities that supported kids. Uh, I, I. It was Connor's Cure, I think, was the one I donated to, which was for mm-hmm. cancer. Um, and then. As and on the other side, the right hand side was different creatures. And they 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 literally started with Boo, the miniature giant space hamster. (laughs) And. Went and they had like Lady Goo Goo, the swamp hag. (laughs) Nice. And they had all these parody ones and all kinds of different creatures. And the baby dragon was fighting them and they were rolling and miss or hit and take damage. And they had hit points. And then you kept donating and he kept growing to like a young dragon, an adult dragon. And, you oh, know. my God. I love this. So and much. I'm so sorry. I missed it. Wait, <laughs> blue dragon is evolving. <laughs> exactly. And if at the very end or near the very end, what they did is. Kate Welch, uh, who works for Wizards of the Coast, uh, a person that I've met several times, I've 
uh, actually sat down and drank with her and talked with her and at length. Um, she used to, I don't know anymore, but she used to actually recognize me at sight. Uh, this is the closest that I've coming to like TSR fame. So you gotta give me a moment here. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she used to recognize <laughs> me uh, on site, uh, at the conventions at PAX. Uh, but anyway, so the cashier DM'd, usually recognizes me at Kroger, but that's not necessarily like, <laughs> yeah, she DM'd a one-off where they had celebrities, including Kevin Smith. Oh, wow. Cool. And Jay. I love Kevin Smith. And Jason. And Jay. Jay. Yeah. What? They had, wow. they had, they had Silent, Jay and Silent Bob. They did. Oh. They got Jay out of like his box. That's great. They had Jack Black. Oh, Sorry, cool. I just I just got like sake all over my face. Sorry, guys. Wow, that's that's what she said. <laughs> uh, <sighs> okay, hold on. I need to correct my this. Continue. Yeah, well, Jack I, Black, uh, among other celebrities, I think Xavier Woods uh, possibly was also there, and they had their level one characters that then had to fight the dragon that had. Leveled up uh, all the way to an ancient uh, blue uh, dragon. That's fantastic. nice. Uh, and uh, it, it it it's also worth going back and watching that stream just for watching that part of it, too, because it's a good example of what D&D can also be. Uh, D&D doesn't have to be dice roll after dice roll after dice roll math, which Mike mm -hmm. hates math. Uh, it, it doesn't like there are I, dice I rolls. I uh, I won't say I hate math. I think it just hates me. Well, you're terrible <laughs> at math. Let, we'll just leave it at that. That's, and, that's fair. And it was very much about the story telling that she did the uh, improvisation that they all did. And yeah, they did roll some dice and they did miss or they did hit. They did. But it was it was it was so in the background when you watch this. When just just when Kevin Smith went off on this thing and it was just hilarious, uh, it, it's fun just going to watch that. Um, so my overall review is is PAX Online was kind of like ooh, it was like a C plus this year. No, uh, they could they could have done sad. better. Uh, th passing. There was there yeah. there there were. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling C's you, make degrees. The 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 streaming grannies are what kept that grade up because they they were like they were an A, they were a straight A. And D and D Live was yeah I was I was thinking D and D Live was a solid B B plus. Uh, the, there was there were there were some things that weren't so great. They they had some camera operators that I were I don't know if they were like some Novu Novo type way of like cinematography that they were trying that that they think is like the new thing but the camera like every time that it was focusing on somebody was just doing this weird like mike i'm serious when i say your wife might have gotten seasickness watching this stream because it just <laughs> oh. kept doing this weird Ugh. bob thing and i don't know why it was like multiple people on chat since it was on twitch we're just mm -hmm. commenting on it. it. The cinematography was not fantastic. Mm. But they should have uh, got the uh, stop sign guy to just film it. Yeah, G <laughs> G4 hosted stop it. Stop sign guy. G4 hosted it. 
Uh, I think they did a pretty good job. Anna Prosser Robinson, uh, another person uh, that I met, uh, former Miss Oregon, I think. Um, but uh, she unfortunately had uh, something with her voice that really messed her up and she could not host it. Uh, so it was the first one that she'd missed in many years. Uh, but they also had G4 host it. So I don't know. They might have not even asked her this year. I don't know. I don't know the the things behind that. But uh, who the the host did pretty good, but it was kind of clear they weren't used to hosting stuff like this. Uh, a couple yeah. of like one or two of them were good. And there were other times where they were just kind of floundering a bit. Um, but for the most part, they did good. Yeah. I, it, I think the D&D Live was probably the highlight of that last weekend. Awesome. That's really well, cool. uh, we still have to come. Uh, we have Dragon Con, which it's still going to be in person, uh, from what I read. Uh, a little bit more than we expected. Uh, some online as well. They're going yeah, we'll to see. hype up. They're going to try to hype up more of the online than they did last year. Is what I've heard from people that are actually in the panels and stuff uh, or from the, the core group. But uh, so we'll see how that goes. And then we still have PAX West, uh, which is also going to that same time frame, which is actually in person as well. So which I have uh, it's tickets to. Right. You'll be reporting live literally from the field. So if they have, have it, it's some. I mean, it all depends yeah. on, you know, what keeps going on with uh, you know the current yeah. Rona economy. Exactly. So, but yeah, some new things to come up and we'll cover those obviously when they get here, but, uh, until next, uh, well, not until next time, until we get back from the break, hang tight just a few minutes, listen to a word (laughs) from our sponsor. And then I think another one. So check it out. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two. Well, you're in luck. Fire breathing kittens is a standalone Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire-breathing kittens podcast. Fantasy action. Mystery. Friendship. And we're back. So there was one thing I forgot to mention, one group of people that we didn't call out specifically, and I want to call them out, uh, is the mental health crowd as well. Yeah. So when we're talking about the blizzard subject with different types of you know minorities and LGBTQ and and you know America with Disabilities Act, but like the mental health aspect of that too is also something that people don't Absolutely. really like handle well like people say things and don't realize that people are struggling with different things inside their their mind as well which is also important so yeah uh, had to call that out i had to, i forgot so but uh but yeah so we're gonna get into what we've been playing this week hopefully if uh this stuff would work but it's not so we'll see how that works we'll start off with <laughs> kelly okay <laughs> Um, so good job. Uh, I have not been playing video games because I had really spotty internet and spotty cell service. Uh, but I have been playing a game called Spot It with my kids. And we've actually been playing this for a while. So this is not new to family, but these 
this is a fun game even for adults. So, but if you have kids, definitely pick it up. It's you can get it at Target, Walmart. Every single one of these cards has a match. Every single one of them in the deck. There's whatever algorithm. I'm going to figure it out. I'm totally going to find out. But so right here, each these two cards have cheese on it. So there's a couple of different ways you can play the game. The easiest way if you have kids is put down two cards, have them tell you which one, which match it is, and then hand them both of them. Kid with the most cards wins. But oh. some of them, like, even as an adult, I'm like, uh, it's a key, <laughs> you know? It's been a lot of fun, for especially for kids who don't, um, who can't read yet. Or uh, if you just want something quick to play. My kids really love Go Fish lately, too. So they, they played. They ask me all the time. Can we play Go Fish? Can we play Go Fish? Because it's it's just sight cards. But I win. Yeah. But they're not. What sitting is in front this of, game? <laughs> yeah. They ask me a lot to play video games. They ask me if they can get on the computer. They ask me if they can watch TV. But they also ask me if they can play this game, too. So and, and ask me if they can play Go Fish. But this game. I think even as an adult, like I said, there are a couple of different types of games that you can play with this and collecting cards and not being first and a lot of fun. Uh, if you need a new drinking game, I'll, I'll post huh. a drinking type See, game but that see, this. that reminds me of, you guys ever, and it's probably mm. like politically correct, mm. and this is and probably not politically correct. There was mm. a game called Drunk Driver. Did you ever play that? No. So it was like your regular deck of cards, but like you would do things. Um, actually, this is a different game. This is actually, I'm not even thinking about that game. I'm thinking about the pyramid game. Zeitia the pyramid strikes game. again. <laughs> yeah. No, but Drunk Driver is another one. It's like you have As to get through all four ATL, cards. I am never talking about drunk driving. Sorry. It's it's four cards. <laughs> drunk Driver is not doing it. <laughs> that one is it's basically four cards and you have to. It's like uh, card sharks. You ever watch that show back in the 70s from game show? Mm -mm. Games, game, yeah. Uh, Although I do like the game show network that's on. the. In, if you're in the Atlanta area, there is a game show network on uh, yeah. Antenna. So, so, yeah. so watch a, a show. It's a show. It's called Card Sharks, but it's okay. basically like almost like uh, higher or lower. So you put a card and then you have to guess which the next card is higher or lower. Oh, and then if you I get to the end. I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. yes. So that's yes, Card Sharks. Yes, yes. So it's okay. a game like that. But no, there was another one like a pyramid. But the point was like you had to try to get to the top of the pyramid to win. And I can't remember exactly the rules of how to do that. But the point is when you played <laughs> that game, typically all you would do is get more drunk because like you have to keep like you keep playing it. And then as you fail, you have to start over and you fail and you start over and you keep failing. So it's like, that's what it reminds me of when you say okay. spot it. Like I'm going to be like, <laughs> Oh yeah, it sounds great at first. And then eventually I'm just going to be drunk because like, I can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Long story to get back to the, as I see it. And it's just basically has, it. So. Has anybody on chat seen spot it played spot it out of curiosity? I mean, we don't, you know, we don't have to wait for that. But I, I'm if you telling have you, it. yeah, I'm telling you, if you don't have it, definitely get it. It's super fun on road trips at the beach or wherever at a restaurant when you're waiting for your food. Spot it. It's it will take their attention and you don't have to worry about anything. That's cool. Mm. Better than an iPad. So, yeah. yeah. I will. I, 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 I am a firm believer that the iPad has its place. Consoles have their place. Computers have their place. 
but it's also easier to just like put but not at the dinner house. table. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> at least in my world. Yeah. So uh, I played. Even. This was a week I usually go through droughts where I don't play anything. And then now I actually played like three games this week, which is kind of interesting. Oh, uh, I'm serious. three because obviously like short attention span, I can't stick to one game because it's it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So I tried to make a point this week to play some other things. Uh, and actually, I forgot an honorable mention that I didn't even add on here. So I actually played four different games this week. Uh, the fourth one, I'll just start at the top, was Knockout City. Uh, I haven't played that in a while, but we came back. Me and some friends got to play together. Uh, so it was cool. They hadn't played it before, so we got to join some matches and lose really hard uh, until we started realizing uh, strategy is a thing in that game and you should try to pass the ball and really try to like be good at it. Uh, so we got better. It was great. Uh, I did find out during that session though that you can actually spin the ball, which I didn't know you could do before. So you can actually throw the ball with a spin, which well, I didn't uh... know. So we, I did learn learning had occurred. I actually learned something from that session. So that was fun. Um, still really fun. They actually put a new season, I think, coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out this week, I think. New uh, maps, new modes. Yeah. Uh, it's still free on Xbox Game Pass because of the Epic uh, Play or uh, Epic, sorry, EA Play. Um, so if you have that, you can still play it. So check it out. Um, so and starting can, at number, th- which means that uh, it's also on Xbox Game Pass as well. Yeah, well, it's because of Xbox Game Pass, we have EA Play, and that's what I was referring to. So, um, starting at number three, I guess is uh, so I talked about Game Dev Tycoon. And because I'm a madman and I like to manage people for some reason, I don't know why it's like something I like to do. Uh, I found another. I was like, I want more from this game. I want more. I want to do more. Oh, I found it. I I played a game called Game Dev Studio, uh, which is available on Steam. It's a very like uh, 16 bit type of game, uh, like, you know, like a Stardew Valley or something to that nature. Uh, A little more realistic characters, but it's about the same thing. But the idea behind this one uh, is that not only do you get to build your games, you get to be very specific in what you're building. So the type of platform it's on, you can create your own platform, you can create your own engines, you can uh, like really pick each type of game you're gonna have. You can have multiple teams of people working for you. So you have like I so I had like one team that was making all my like AAA games, I guess you could say, and then I had like one team that was doing the QAing, and then I had one team that was doing like the the expansions. So I was doing all of those different things, and uh, you could you could add. Uh, different managers and and it was really sad uh so i did all these things cannot tell the difference between that description and what we played with game dev tycoon i literally cannot tell the difference (laughs) yeah i couldn't either so the difference is so the difference is it's more detailed so there is a lot more check boxes and things you can do to like research different things Uh, And to the point where so I had a manager that was running one of my teams. Right. But and you have like outings and stuff. But did they have a Nintendo? They had a different (laughs) name of something else, um, but something similar. And they kind of looked the same and everything. Um, But they had. So I had one manager was with me and he was like, like, so anytime I went to put a game out, I have to check the price, like the price I was going to put on it is that worth the price so he would do my research and he'd come back to me hey boss uh, i think the game's actually with what you have in it uh with this multiplier it's probably going to be worth 4.99 or maybe 9.99 or whatever the game is and he would do that he would also run my interviews so when the game companies or journalists came to us uh as the company they would like interview like 
I would let him do all the interviews for me. And it was just like all this really cool stuff. And like you, you would do all the hiring and, and uh, based on their skills and you do, I mean, it's, you approve their time off. You approve uh, if they're like, I, I mean, literally it's, it's way too, way too depth in depth of this stuff. So, so the good news is if you're into this game, but you don't want to do that, like be the manager, right? Uh, there is a setting that you can go to and you can actually check box uh, yes or no if you want to auto approve time off, auto approve raises. Yeah, you have to approve raises too. Um, auto approve like their outing so they can do like outings and they go out and do like paintball and then they learn like skills and stuff. So you can do all this stuff. Oh, man, hey. I love this game. So uh, <laughs> you can like make a platform and all this different stuff. And it was really cool. Um, so anyway, after playing the game for I don't know how many hours I played, uh, but it was like 20 years in the game. Um, the manager comes to me and goes, Hey boss, it's been a pleasure, but like, I'm going to have to retire. Like it's Whoa. been, it's been a long time and like almost a tear in my eye. I'm like, Oh my God, like you're the first manager that I hired and like went through all this stuff with me. Like the game, like we're making like 40 million a year now. Like we went from like nothing. Yeah, it'd be funnier. And- it'd be funnier <laughs> if instead of retiring, he went out and founded his own studio. <laughs> it was the biggest yeah. competition. So he was he was with me like twenty one point like, five years. Listen, like, you made me write a one page paper about what I was going to do with my time off. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. it was wah, it was crazy. Wah. So I really so if you're into the game dev tycoon and you really want to take that a little bit further and really just like do the micromanaging side of it, along with customizing your customization your games and like all that stuff like that, customizing your games, not customization of your games. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. That's like chat says right now. Why don't you just get a second job? Yeah, I know. I should just open my own game studio. Oh man. I have, I have produced one game before. It was very bad, but it was great. Uh, so I did that. Um, so anyway, that was my third. So second one, um, was a game called, uh, actually, well, again, you're bad at math after third is fourth. Well, no, I said fourth would be game to, or I said, uh, fourth was knockout city. Then I said third would be. Uh, game dev studio uh, number two these aren't in order by rank or anything like that these are just going in the order if I played them basically <laughs> and not uh, on one note so we're good <laughs> yeah so number two is nowhere profit so I looked on Xbox game pass and I was like I'm gonna play something else and I looked at this game and it was like it's a card game I'm like oh I've never played really those outside of like Magic the Gathering so I was like let me just try it let me see it so what it is is a post-apocalyptic style Mad Max style game and it starts off, it kind of gives you a little story. And the object is like, you need to get from point A to B. And there's all these little points in between that you go through to get to that point. And, but it's a card game. So what happens is your typical card game battle, when you go into battle, is like your main character has so many hit points, like your leader. And then you have your cards on the field that you play against your other cards. And they all have like abilities and do different things. Um, so that part of it is very standard as far as a card game is concerned. Um, but what was neat about it is that going from point A to point B kind of thing, there was, uh, if you've played games like dead of winter where there's like, you know, the world is dying around you and you really have to like, you can't trust people kind of thing. So you get to certain points and it's like, you see a bandit robbing some people. Do you step in and like fight them? Or do you just like move on with your day? Or do you just tell them to stop, leave them alone? So you can make those decisions or you may go up and like, you might find like two people on the side of the road that are like, with you that they're, they they want to like join you. Do you bring them in or do you not? Uh, because there are so they're all, um, there are resources you have to have to continue progressing through this journey. So you have to have food, you have to have like this other, a couple other things. 
Um, so it's a, it's a matter of like, do you want to bring them in? Like, do you have the resources to do that? Um, but the ultimate thing too, though, is that when your leader dies, you lose the game. Game is over. So anytime you fight and your leader actually gets down to zero hit points, then you are dead. Like you're, you're done, but your individual cards are like people too. Um, and they can, uh, get knocked out. I guess you could say is the first one. They get a strike through them. And then after that, if they die again on the battlefield, they die completely. They're removed from your deck. So at the same time, like you want to save your cards, but at the same time, you definitely want to win. Cause if you lose, you die and that's game over and you start all the way over. Like there is no like pick it back up. So uh, it was a, it was a pretty neat thing. It's a, it's kind of like a neat art, st- uh, neat art style, neat art style. Yeah. With it. I'm like talking. I'm like forgetting what I'm saying. Weird. <laughs> I'm stroke. Okay. So <laughs> everyday normalcy surge. for you. <laughs> but uh, it was a really cool game. If you're into card games and want something a little different, I would check that one out. It's called nowhere profits free on Xbox game pass. I don't know where it's at. Other than that, I would probably expect like 15 bucks or something, maybe. Number one. Again, not number one in the sense of like number one. Uh, So I started playing this game two nights ago. It's called Last Stop. And Last Stop, um, it's described as like a neat journey between three different people, how their lives intersect and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And uh, it has been pretty interesting so far. It's it's more of one of those games that's like a movie where you kind of just like watch it play like you kind of interact with it and it's like pour the coffee cup and you do left to right on your analog stick and the coffee, you know, whatever, like little stuff like that. I'm like, I wish they would just take out of the game. Like, I don't care to do that. Just hit the a button and he does it or whatever. Um, but it's a pretty neat, intriguing story so far. It's like, uh, and I want to get spoilers away if you want to check it out, but there's three characters you play from, uh, something happens in the beginning where you're like, don't really know what's going on, but you see something happen. And then you start these characters on these, like the journey of these three characters. And, uh, you can make decisions kind of like a telltale game where you get to like, actually, you know, respond on what you want to answer certain things. I don't know how much of that uh, affects the story. So I don't know if like, if I pressed a, does that dialogue mean anything later or whatever, but I guess I'll find out. Uh, and they, it's kind of like all three of the stories are different in the sense of like, like one guy is a single dad from what you can tell and is, uh, has like heart problems. Apparently like you see, like there's mail he gets. It's like from the heart hospital or whatever. And like the kid says something about it and like, they don't eat fried food. And, um, so there's like that aspect of it. And he just wants to take care of his daughter, like goes to take her to school. And then like, but his job sucks. Like his boss is just completely a piece of crap. Maybe works at blizzard. I don't know. Uh, so then, uh, the second story is a lady. Um, Maybe like you start off. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the second guy, <laughs> the second guy is, or a second lady. She's uh, basically works at like some like undercover robot facility. That's almost like government related or something. Super smart, super like uh, top security clearance kind of thing. Um, but you find out she has a, um, a behind the door kind of like off the radar kind of thing that she does and then goes home to her family, like her husband and kid. And it's like, Oh, well that's interesting, you know? Uh, and then the third one is actually a kid, like a teenager. And she's like, just wanting to hang out with her friends. And like, she has an interesting family and she just goes out and does all these. So it's like, you're going through like three separate type of stories and, you know, eventually they're all going to lead up together. But what you do see is, um, 
like the the picking of each person is in a menu where like they're all on a train together and they're all sitting next to each other because they don't obviously know each other. And then what I have seen is playing on the lady story. Uh, I was walking down a road at one point and I actually saw the first character sitting on like the, the bus bench. And I couldn't interact with them, but like I was walking by and I was like, oh, wait, that was actually my other guy. So like it's a pretty neat story so far. Um, like I said, it's more of like a movie, like a rolling movie. Not really. There are some interactions, but you're not really doing a whole lot. It's really like a cinematic that you're kind of watching and doing things with. But uh, so far, so good. I'm, I'm definitely intrigued to continue and finish it. Uh, and especially with the choice of like things you can say uh, is pretty neat because some are like, don't say anything. This one's like. No, nah, like F it. Say what you want to say. And the other one's like, make a joke about it. And it's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, and I'm like, psh, psh, make a joke about it. Like, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I've been playing this week. Uh, did you have anything, Phoenix? Nope. Nothing for me. Damn. That's what I think you covered. I covered everybody. Yeah. Uh, Brennan's not here. We're good. <laughs> Zeiss is type this top five to countdown. <laughs> this type four five half pedal. All right, so uh, I guess we'll get into our uh, short <clears throat> news. I don't know what a newscaster look or jig looks like, so I'll work on it for next time. For Looking straight at the camera, <laughs> straight slight smile. <sighs> this just in. That's this just that in. Yeah. Thirty five people <laughs> died is. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. OK, so mine. I Everybody's going to already have to drink because I'm going to go two minutes over. Cheers. Yep. Um, right. So one of the executives from Google decided that they were going to move to New Zealand, not retiring, just moving out of the country, seeing how they want to do for like a year or so. This happened right before uh, they implemented a policy about it, uh, Google's policy about working from home has, has been very divisive uh, and also unclear. Thank you. Uh, there have been they've implemented pay cuts if you're going to move to different places. Pay cuts are involved. Uh, but like I said, this all happened before after this executive moved to New Zealand. So it's not clear whether this executive is taking a pay cut. It's not clear whether this executive is going to have to um, travel a lot. This executive did say that they were going to work from home. And since they were already an early riser, they were going to work the same schedule. I have mixed feelings. I also have a very good friend who works from home, who has worked from home for several different companies uh, in several several different uh, states. And so I reached out to him for his opinion on this. Uh, wow. So Google has said, if you're going to move to a different place, you will need to take a pay cut. Asked him about that. He said, you know what? If I'm going to move to a different place and I'm going to make a lot more money and I'm going to be investing that money in this city, that actually will build up the city. Uh, but also, my opinion, his opinion as well, If as far as pay cuts are concerned, I'm not asking you to move to a different place. And that's your choice. 
so that has been a big shakeup with Google with as far as this um, article is concerned. I, I, like I said, I do have a lot of mixed feelings about this. And I think that with post post well, hopefully post pandemic, I think a lot of us have a lot of different feelings about this. If you do move someplace else, what mm. is fair? Um, uh, other companies, uh, uh, I think Reddit said, we're going to pay New York City and L.A. prices, L.A. Uh, salaries, regardless of where you live. You can live right. wherever you want. And I guess and we're going to do that if they were upfront about it, because that's the thing is mm. most companies based on the state. Yeah. Like because of taxes and all that stuff, yeah. they pay a certain amount. So like mm-hmm. if I moved to California, got a job and decide to move back to. Yeah, because yeah. cost of living. And I moved back to the middle of like South Carolina or something mm. like in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, then, yeah, I wouldn't expect to get to paid the same. So yeah. if they were saying that up front, like, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter where you're from, pay the same where you live, don't care. Yeah. Then that's one thing. But that's also going to adjust the salary for every position across the board on any state. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the other yeah. the other side of it, too, is. From the company side, it's not easy. And I'm not talking about Google here for Google. Yes, this would be easy. But uh, certainly smaller companies, it's not easy that they can just allow anyone from work from any state, because if you live in that state, they have to have payroll that's set up for that state. Mm. Uh, They have to be able to pay taxes that state if that state Mm -hmm. does taxes. Some states don't. Florida is one of them. Um, And and they have, you know, different laws in that state that may apply for employment uh, that are different yeah. from the laws that they're in right there. So there's a lot of, a a lot lot of overhead lot for smaller companies. Absolutely. Yeah. For a smaller company. But not Google. Especially. Not Google, though. Yeah, a small company yeah, like Google. Google. Figure it out. Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're three minutes and 15 seconds over, so that's oh, uh, three drops. Whatever. Three times? <laughs> Only two times. Jury drink once. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's okay. Well, up next, we have Ukrainian authorities raided a warehouse. This warehouse was pretty close to the power company, and they raided it because they were using too much power. In fact, they were stealing power. And they were they were through using meters that were tampered with, they were stealing up to 186, uh, low side, 186,000 a month to $259,000 a month. And they were going in there really expecting to see crypto mining and they get in there and they see literally almost 4,000 PS4s. And these guys were so professional you can't see it too well. They got amazingly good cable management back here. They have these little uh, wooden braces at the top that has a cutout for each PS4. To, so it fits in really nicely. And they, again, thought it was for crypto mining. But what they were actually mining was <laughs> FIFA Ultimate Team. A soccer game by EA. That is known for being able to trade cards. We've reported on it previously how people from EA have sold really rare cards for a whole bunch of money. They were and and each year they reset FIFA Ultimate Team as well. Yeah. So they were mining that and selling that. And and (laughs) 
<laughs> so they had to buy the game for each for each one. They had to buy the PS4s. Well, or steal them, I guess. And they were faking out the electricity and just mining fake cards of soccer players. So with that really quick, though, what I heard is uh, they're actually going to challenge that in court, I guess, wherever where they're at, uh, because of there's so many scandals with like people and corruption of like power and such that they are saying that like they are not doing anything illegal. They need to prove to them that they were stealing power because that wasn't the case. So um, what happens with that? I don't know, because, you know, well, I mean, interestingly enough, what they seized in addition to the 3,800 PlayStation 4s was 500 graphics cards, 50 processors, phones, laptops and documents on electricity consumption. So if they were not stealing it and they have documents on the electricity consumption, certainly somewhere is going to be the electric bill that they paid. <laughs> For sure. Yep. yep. <laughs> document everything. <laughs> yep. Except for Maybe when you're doing case. something illegal and then document nothing. <laughs> yeah, don't document this. So uh, Steam Deck, we talked about last week, a uh, new, new device that Valve is going to be putting out. It's going to be a handheld device. Uh, they talked about... Uh, the specs they had, there was three different versions you're going to get based on the actual hardware size that's internal. Uh, when they pushed out the initial specs, uh, they actually were incorrect. They went back and updated them again, uh, which shows a massive memory bandwidth. Uh, this is a PC Gamer article, but basically the speeds and feeds now. It shows processor AMD, APU, CPU is still the Zen 2. Uh, we have uh, GPUs, 8 RDNA, uh, 2 CUs, 1, 1. 1.6 gigs. Uh, then we also have up to 1.6 T-flops, FP32. Uh, RAM is 16 gigs, LPDDR5, onboard RAM, so 5500 MTS, uh, quad 32-bit channel, and then the storage in, you know, based on whichever model you get. Um, So this is actually pretty good news for most of us because what we expected, this is a post from Twitter uh, from Locuza, I think it is. Uh, It says, I expected four times 16-bit, a memory channel under LPDDR5. Uh, is actually 16-bit wide, but the official spec claimed to be 5.5 gigabits um, or GPS uh, dual channel, which is uh, didn't make sense to me, so it got corrected. So uh, just an update there. If you guys are into getting the Steam Deck, then that's uh, some good news for you. Yeah, the big change there was the quad channel. I already drank for the cat. Um, the big change there was that it was quad channel for the memory instead of dual channel. And the reason why that's important is unlike a computer, in this case, a CPU and the GPU are sharing the same memory. Um, the other thing is, is please, if you do go to get one, please understand that the base version, the 64 gigabit is EMMC memory, uh, yeah. which is equivalent to an SD card. And if you uh, it, it, it is it is ever so slightly better than an SD card. An SD card is substantially slower than even a standard hard drive for transfers. And then the other ones that they have are NVMe. Uh, so an SD card can do about 300 uh, megabyte at the top end and you never really see anywhere close to that. It's usually closer to like 20 to 30 megabyte per second. Whereas uh, NVMe can hit up to seven terabytes per second. Although again, you don't see quite that fast. Typically you see somewhere around the 600, you know, 
uh, megabyte per second. On well, those I bought gigabyte. the lowest, so we'll do some science testing. Yeah, well, only if only if somebody else buys a higher one. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, what have, I'll be interested. I in know seeing. four people who have bought uh, all other two ranges. Actually, one person I got the highest. One, two people got the middle. So the scientific method. <laughs> exactly, right. and the other interesting thing is that in theory you can swap out the NVMe in it. They don't say if whether it's voiding your warranty or not, but they use a standard NVMe slot so you can swap out the NVMe hard drive in it or SSD, really. So the interesting thing would be is if you still have the NVMe slot in yours and can put one in. That would be interesting. I don't know if I want to open it up, but we'll find out for science. That's what she said. science. (laughs) So moving on to the new news. The new news about New World, New World, which is made by Amazon and is breaking video cards, not stressing them out and making it difficult to run the game. It's literally bricking RTX 3090 cards. Fortunately, though, 3090. Yeah. I mean, there may be other ones that bricks as well, but 3090s are what they've seen the most. Just. Uh, the they, ones that are like the most problem to try to even get. And like, apparently it's because it causes temperature spikes. You know, the FPS uh, spikes up quite a bit and causes temperature to get out of control. And causes problems with the cards. Interestingly enough, one of the manufacturers of the cards affected said that they will go ahead and replace those cards. Gratis for free. I, are you trying to impede on my news? Oh, shoot. I combined them. And I- <laughs> That's okay. So EVGA, uh, if you have an EVGA model card, uh, 3090, you're going to get your replacement. And they've actually been replacing them fast, it, like super fast. That They are not delaying. They are already pushing these puppies out. So. <laughs> puppies. Pushing these puppies out. Interestingly enough, the article. Back in my day. The, uh, <laughs> pushing those puppies out. <laughs> The interestingly left the Windows Central uh, article that talks about the it bricking them also states New World is available for forty dollars for pre-order now because I want to <laughs> get it if it's destroying video cards. Heck yeah, dude, let's do it. Oh, that's terrible. I'm not going to do that for science. I'm not going to pay. No, I'm not going to go through either. the hassle no, of getting a no. thirty anything to like so, have it be bricked. A- Amazon did say they released a patch. They implemented a patch. <laughs> oh, thanks, uh, thanks, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's <laughs> you have to go to the menu to actually select it. So if you don't you go through in. the hassle of that, you have to opt into your patch. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is I mean, I get that the game's doing it, but at the same time, that seems like a hardware problem that allows mm. the temperatures to get up high enough because the, the cards have the cards have good point. A throttle heat throttling, thermal throttling built into them where they they just slow down when they get a certain amount of heat. And anyway, that's so probably why EVGA is like, uh, you know what? Here's your replacement. Yeah, it's covered think, under warranty. Technically, it sounds like a combination of problems there. That's for sure. Mm, it does. It does. It sounds like EVGA is going to somehow make more cards all of a sudden. <laughs> Maybe they got plenty. We'll get <laughs> that in like, three years. I can't afford this. So. <laughs> We'll get a team in three years. Yeah. Next next day delivery. Uh, I don't know. 
they were already sending them out. So get get in where you fit in really fucking fast. Sorry, that was at. Oh, God. Get in where you fit in really fast. Yeah, that's the part fast. I was for. Two hours like, two minutes. <laughs> I was like, get in where you fit in. Okay, wow. Kelly. Uh, back to me for real this time. Ubisoft <laughs> is releasing a new multiplayer FPS game, as if we didn't have enough of those, uh, to actually compete with Call of Duty. And it's called X Defiant. X Defiant. It's X like Defiant. the scene when you had like all the X's before your name and after your name. It's like that. Hardcore. It's Hot interesting cool. because it is billed as a Tom Clancy game and it actually stars three of the factions uh, from other Clancy games. The Echelon from uh, Splinter Cell, the Wolves from Ghost Recon and the Cleaners from The Division. Ooh. Also the Outcasts from The Division as well. And it's they got a couple of people like Mark Rubin from Call of Duty. He uh, worked on that in the past, also with uh, Jason Schroeder, not necessarily from Call of Duty, just he's worked on Rocksmith and South Park, the fractured butthole. And they are working together on this game and they described X Defiant as a fast paced firefights meets punk rock mosh pits. I told you that's where they get the X from. A Tom punk, Clancy punk game. Huh? Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> You're blind, my friend. Oh, man, this is almost as bad as this next story. So <laughs> XCOM. If you're into XCOM, have no fear. They have ruined the series forever. Uh, so they took a blizzard attempt to say, hey, you like XCOM? You have a phone. Your next game is on mobile. So XCOM has released a game that's going to be available in the ste- or in the iPhone and also Android store eventually. I went online, found the APK, downloaded it. It's terrible. It's a terrible game. Don't download it. It's not worth it. It's it is a really crappy looking like any normal like the ads you usually see for these games. You're like, I would never click on. That's what this game looks like. And I had to try it. Uh, They do the sense of like team versus team and like you're kind of behind, you know, cover and you. But the problem is there's no real turn base. Like you don't actually get to move your characters for that much. Like you can swap really quick, but there's no like sense of XCOM in this other than like a cheap, like ad ridden type game. So it's just not worth it, but it's out there if you want to look at it. Uh, so the Internet is going to be super, super fast. Japan just broke the Internet speed with a 318 terabits per second transfer rate. Which we just uh, broke last year. Like we yeah. just talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we we yeah, you guys talked about it. Um it's a uh, the Japan's National Institute of Information Communication Technology, the NICT, just smashed the internet record. The last record was 179 terabits per second, which was a combo Japanese and British research. Right. Uh August 2020. So hopefully uh, they did have to upgrade a lot of the pipeline. So they upgraded the fiber optics. 
um, they upgraded the uh, channel comb lasers and all the fun stuff. I was supposed to say 552 channel comb laser as multiple <laughs> wavelengths. Yeah. I was, I, I forgot my. Hey, you did it. You did it. You did it. Fun. You did it though. Yeah. <laughs> Get that deep voice going on. Yeah. If well, you are listening to us on the podcast and not watching us on stream, I look very different. I've been told I look very, very different from what I sound like. I sound like I'm a very different. I am teeny tiny and um, have a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So I guess that's an incentive for you guys to actually watch the video. There you, you go. Or listen to the podcast. Tell me. Tell me what you're <laughs> or never are. watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe never watch the video unless you want to see me drink. <laughs> so also speaking about fast, this company responded very quickly to something that they had gotten. So War Thunder is an MMO uh, that bills itself as the most comprehensive free to play cross platform military game dedicated to aviation armed armored vehicles and naval craft. And there was a user by the name of Fear Not uh, that said, hey, you guys are really great, but you kind of missed the mark on the Challenger 2 tank. He said, as I've stated a fair few times now, the complexity of the construction is sometimes difficult to see or show with pictures. He says so complex, the Challenger 2 case that I don't completely blame Gaijin for getting it incorrect. Gaijin being the developer. All, all I can try to do is point out areas where they're incorrect. So how he tried to point out they were incorrect was by sending them documentation on this tank to which they <laughs> responded. <laughs> we have written confirmation from the Ministry of Defense that the document remains classified. By continuing to disseminate, you are in disseminate it. Oh you are in violation God. of oh the Official Secrets God. Act, as stated by the warning on the cover of the document. An offense which can carry up to 14 year prison sentence if prosecuted. Of this, you are already aware. <sighs> as a service person, you have signed a declaration that you understand the act and what actions it compels you to take. <laughs> Every time you ah. post this, you place us, international representatives of Gaijin, especially any UK citizens, in hot water, as the warning so helpfully states that unauthorized <laughs> retention of a protected document is an offense. <laughs> How many times have you this been? This guy is like awesome. <laughs> How many times have you awesome. been? Awesome. He's insane. In a fight with your SO and been like, I wish I had. All of this documentation to just prove you are you should not well, be hey, saying this or you are theme, wrong. Theme of the day, document everything. So next <laughs> time you'll have everything. it. Document everything. But don't share the classified Thank documents. Thank you, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't take your marriage and tell your friends about it. That's no. just crazy. Bad. So wrapping it up today. Uh, so we have a new uh developer i guess you could say into the game space so another business has entered the gaming space peloton if you're familiar with the the pedaling bikes you can have uh they've actually announced that they're going to be making a new game tentatively called lane break uh the game is going to basically be for peloton owners uh if you have and you're a subscriber um it's still going to have the same thing with cadence and the same thing uh being able to change your difficulty uh it looks uh from this uh, verge article it actually says it reminds them of rainbow road 
essentially, like in Mario Kart. Um, the idea, <laughs> the way it looks, almost looks like Guitar Hero, where there's like a track and there's a wheel in the front. And as you pedal, uh, you have to collect different things as the road keeps moving. Uh, and eventually, uh, somehow, they're going to make me get on it because I still have yet to hardly use it. But apparently now this is a way for me to actually like incentivize myself to using the Peloton. So uh, pretty cool. Also, because that's shortly realized like recently that we know like uh, Netflix is also trying to break into the, the game space. So mm-hmm. really interesting to see a bunch of different companies trying to like kind of go above and beyond what they're used to doing and just, you know, seeing what the game industry is about. So. It's always good for competition. Absolutely. All right. So, getting into our emails for the day. We don't have any. <laughs> but <laughs> if we did, <laughs> we'd read them here. Uh, GOA at sasgaming.com. GOA at sasgaming.com. And you'll read your email out loud, hopefully. Uh, and you can tell us about whatever you want to. Tell us about See the classified cool. documents that you've leaked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works do. too. Whistleblow on any company that you work for. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, we so will send us an email. it to the world for you. <laughs> <laughs> Within reason. Yeah, we may have to interview you and put you like on a like a like the silhouette where you can't see them, but like our so. single interview <laughs> anyway. video does well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, actually, it does. Oh, so wait, yeah, no, if you're interested, two. two, two, two. Yeah, we've had two. So if you are interested, send us an email. Uh, other than that, that is what got our attention this week. If you're interested in checking out the podcast live, you can check us out on Twitch. Typically on Thursdays. Sometimes we end up on a Saturday, like we're doing it this week, but that's not typical. Um, but if you're interested in that, you can check us out. If you can't catch us live, you can always check it out on YouTube. We do put the video up on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash sasgaming, because we actually have the ability to do that now. Yes. Uh, so there's there. And if you're wanting to support us in any other way, uh, you can definitely check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash sasgaming. Uh, and feel free to subscribe to any tier that you feel comfortable with. Um, so again, uh, if you want to follow me personally, I don't know why, but if you did, uh, is Zycia, uh, XYCIA on Twitch or XYCIA gaming on Instagram and let's say on Twitter. So yeah. What about you, Brian? They follow you because you're sexy and you have a sexy voice. Mm, I'm not about all that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I did that. That was, that was awesome. great. I loved it. Uh, yeah. That. You can find me at Phoenix Nova, P-H-O-E-N-N-I-X underscore Nova on Twitch. Get rid of the underscore for everything else, including YouTube, which is where you're going to find most of my stuff. Kelly, how about yourself? Uh, you can find me on most social network platforms, yada, yada, yadas, at uh, DayDrinkerATL. I did just post, uh, I think last week, a picture of my very favorite flip-flops that were given to me by some friends from Brazil. Um, they're the flip-flops that I love the most, but wear the least because I adore them. But they are uh, Princess Peach and uh, Yoshi. They're super cute. Check it out. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, cool. Until next time, you have something else, Brian? Did I see you hesitate for a second? I was just saying a bit of trivia that uh, the transcriber hears day drinkers names and uh, (laughs) uh, translates it to things like, oh, I am dangerous for Attil on Twitter, Twitch and Instagram. (laughs) Now you're really going to mess with She's dangerous. I am dangerous dangerous for Attil. 
Yes. <laughs> Dangerous is not my middle name. <laughs> <sighs> Doors until my next first time. Last. It's been great. We love all you guys. Uh, actually, do me a favor. Send us a picture of you and your animal. So if you have a dog, cat, whatever your animal is, send us dog, a picture cat, to our email. Lizard, bird, I will. Tarantula? I will post it. I will. We will post it on our next video at the end Jumping during our spider. email section. I will show all of the animals on screen on the video for the YouTube. So if you have one, send it over to an email and uh, we'll check it out. So until next time, y'all just be safe. Uh, you know? Love each other. Take care. Love you guys. <laughs>